You're listening to a production of Swanson Media. This episode of Selling Radio is brought to you by Kingpin Tattoo Supply. You can find them at kingpintattoosupply.com. Kingpin's been a sponsor of mine for a number of years. They've always had quality tattoo equipment at a reasonable price and great customer service. If I've ever had any problems with an order, they've always remedied it very, very quickly. Recently, I've also been using their disposable cartridge tubes and their cartridge needles. I used to use their ProDesign tubes, which are also very good if you like a heavier tube, but I can't beat the efficiency and the convenience of the cartridge system. So check out KingpinTattooSupply.com. If you need something for your tattoo shop or you're an artist looking for needles, inks, tubes, or anything else for your daily tattooing, head over to KingpinTattooSupply.com and let them know you heard them mention on Sullen Radio. Hey everybody, this is Joe Swanson. Thanks for listening. This was a really fun interview for me. Um, the interview that you're about to hear is with uh, Ricky Boy Sulawape Novera Jr. And his... It's really cool to be able to... Hey everybody, this is Joe Swanson. Thanks for listening. This talk was super fun for me. I had uh, a great time uh, talking with uh, my guest, Ricky Boy Sulawape Novera Jr. Uh, out of Hawaii. Um, it's. I was introduced to the Polynesian style of tattooing early on through uh, my mentor and his introduction to me uh, of the Tattoo Time magazines that Ed Hardy put out and have always had a great fascination with it and loved that part of tattooing. So this was a great pleasure for me to, to, to talk to Ricky Boy and um, I hope you guys enjoy it. This is Sullen Radio, and this is my talk with tattooer Ricky Boy Suluape Nuvera Jr. Thank you for listening. This is Sullen Radio with Joe Swanson, the premier art-driven podcast. This is Sullen Radio. My name is Joe Swanson. As you guys know... Um, I am very privileged right now to be welcoming a guest who is part of a culture and part of a lineage of tattooing that a lot of people don't know a lot about. Um, Ricky Boy Sulawape Novera Jr. is my guest today. Man, how are you doing? I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing real good, man. Love, the weather's lovely here in Hawaii, and uh, it's a beautiful day, bro. That's good, man. Made it into the shop safe. That's always a, that's always a good thing to start off the day right. Um, you know, like I said, you know, we, we spoke a little bit before the show and, um, it's a privilege for me to, um, having been an artist for 20 years and my mentor, as I mentioned, Steve Hendricks at Gold Coast Tattoo, he put those at the time, it was the Tattoo Time books in my hand and it had information about, um, Marquesian and Samoan and, and Polynesian tattooing. It also was the beginning of that kind of nineties uh american style of tribal that that leo kind of brought over um for those people that don't know about the polynesian culture of tattooing talk about the differences that there are between um between polynesian tattooing and, and maybe the traditional tattooing um obviously there's tool differences but the culture goes much deeper you know with uh, like modern machine you mean yeah, you know, either one. Um, like I said, when I was introduced to it early on, it was you could just tell there was something. It was different. It was part of the culture. It was it was deep seated. You know, it wasn't just uh, for art's sake. It was, you know, to be a part of family and culture and and something, yeah. you know, deep. Well, you know, a lot of the Polynesian islands they're very similar. Not only with the way they prepare foods, but the way they tattoo and, and even with the, the words that they speak. But um, they're different in a lot of ways. Yeah. So um, I can safely speak for the Samoan culture because that's what I'm uh, um, more uh, educated in or know more about. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's been around for thousands of years, you know, and um, it, it's a big test of patience. That's what the Tao is about. You know, um, let's take ourselves back um, 2000 years, for instance. Right. Say uh, uh, I'm alive 2,000 years ago, and um, my father died when I was a kid. And he died fishing this reef out here where um, 
you know, maybe it was just bad conditions in the water, but the people at the time thought maybe it was spirits and all this, you know, and, uh, and, and no one fished there. And as a kid, I grew up fearing to fish at this reef because my father died there. But um, to tell, you know, it, it, it helps me focus on my, my, my journey in life, you know. So if I'm alive 2,000 years ago and I fear this reef, I'm going to go to a, a master tattooist. And I'm going to say, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm a fisherman for my family. And, um, uh, you know, I want to feed them uh, more. But uh, this place where I want to fish at, I'm afraid to go there. But I want to... Uh, I want to, you know, test the water out. Mm -hmm. So what can I do? You know, maybe he might get a tatao to to um, confront death. You know what I mean? Because you're at the uh, Tufunga's mercy when you're getting the tattoo. So um, you are earning patience because you can't say, hold up, uh, I'm feeling a little lightheaded or hold up, let me get a drink of water. There's none of that going on when you get a tatao. You know, you do all that before you lay on the mat. So, you know, you're really earning patience. And um, if I was to get a tatao 2,000 years ago, I would be focused because I confronted death. I know that uh, in split-second decisions, uh, when the current pulls me between the reef, um, I'm taught to take a deep breath and ride with the current. If I panic, I die. Tatao reminds me to ride with the reef, hold my breath, and pop up down there. Because if I panic, I'll die. And all the way 2,000 years later till today, if I'm a soldier in Iraq, I'm trained by the best army in the United States of America. If I get a tatao, it will remind me that if I'm cornered in the corner and all these guys are shooting at me, there is a way out. If I panic, I die. If I trust in uh, my, my patience that uh, um, I, I could follow the directions that the military taught me to get out of the situation, I'll get out of it. You know what I'm saying? So tatao is very deep. It's not just uh, to identify who we are, but it is also like medicine. You know, it, 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 um, it, at least for myself, it encourages me as a handicapped man to, uh, to keep pushing in life. That I've done something that, um, that let me know that uh, my life isn't over. Mm -hmm. You know, I can keep on going and doing whatever I want to do uh, despite my disability. And that's what um, the Tatao did for me. Most of all, that's why I got it is because um, not only that I was a tattoo artist for 15 years by the time that I got it, that was around, you know, uh, maybe, maybe even more than that. But um, I, uh, I, I did it because I wanted to, uh, to, to, you know, I served thousands of people with, with Samoan tattoo. And how would I look like uh, being buried one day tattooing over 20,000 people and I don't even have a traditional tattoo, you know? Uh, I want to go down in history uh, representing my culture, perpetuating the arts of Tatao uh, the proper way and uh, being buried as a chief, you know, the right way for uh, my service here um, on a blink of an eye that we spend on earth, you know, mm -hmm. to perpetuate these arts. So, you know, and not only that, the main reason is to show my wife and my kids that um, as a handicapped man, um, you know, um, this Tatao will, will help me um, guide me through life to be a good father, to be a good uh, husband and um, a good uh, uh, leader here at my shop and a friend to all, all my friends out there, you know, and, and to mankind. So, um, all, all good qualities that um, are perpetuated by the culture, you know, and, and the, you know, what you're learning. Let's talk about that process that you went through from, you know, when you first were interested in, hey, was there a moment where you said, hey, I do, I know that I want to be, you know, the greatest, you know, at the highest level of tattoo within my yeah. culture? And talk about that process of going through, there's different levels to becoming uh, a master tattooer in your culture. Talk about that whole process with you. Well, I started off tattooing at 13 years old. I did my first tattoo in 1989 on my friend and uh, that was in San Diego. Then I moved to Samoa in 91 and started tattooing there and started learning Samoan tattoos. And to me, it was just um, pride of, of, of my culture that um, uh, and being a young artist, you know, seeing this new style of art and then messing around with it, you know. And um, never did I think that I would um, get to the level that I'm at to help, you know, uh, um, or to do traditional Samoan tattoo to be a chief from the Suluape family. Um, I'm very, very honored and uh, very, 
you know, surprise. It never sets into me. Sometimes people call me Suluapa and I'm like, hey, oh, you know, I forget, you know. But, you know, I, I, I never thought of it, man. I just I just try to create art and then uh, things just, doors just open, you know. And and some doors I look past, even if it looks like it benefits me, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, maybe there's a bigger one. Let me just sit back in the cut, you know. But, um, you know, I, I'm here today and I, I just try to do my best, you know, uh, as, a, as a Tufunga to... Uh, to uh, represent my master and his family and, and, and Samoa, you know, and uh, share it with the, the people that are sensitive towards our culture that um, might want to, you know, uh, experience a tatau, you know, yeah. where the word tattoo comes from. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you spoke about it on um, one of the recent uh, Sullen TV episodes about whether, you know, your feelings on... Um, people non-samoan people getting traditional polynesian tattoos um yeah. speak a little bit about that and uh you know elaborate on that on that thought because i thought you you expressed it very well um yeah. and you told a story about when your uh your ma- your mentor asked you what you thought about it and then you turned and flipped the script on him and said hey what do you think about it and he had a he had a different perspective but kind of the same it was interesting yeah well you know, coming back home from Samoa recently, I, I got to learn a lot more than than what I had learned here in Hawaii, you know. So being there, I noticed that, you know, there's some things that, uh, you know, are taught to me and there's just some things that uh, families believe, you know, that they that's what they pass down through their family. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I... I personally, I I have no problem tattooing no one in this world, no matter what we are. We are, we all bleed the same, you know. And 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 to me, tatau, it, it's like acupuncture. Acupuncture is not just for uh, who is it Chinese people that invented it or whoever, you know. It, it, it's for anyone who wants to better themselves, just like tatau is, you know. And that's what I think, you know. That's my vision of it, you know. It's it's to help one become better, and if one wants to become better then they have to carry themselves well. If they come into myself looking drunk, looking like uh, wearing a mini skirt with their ass hanging out or something like that, they're not going to get a Polynesian tattoo from me. I don't think that they deserve my time, that that uh, that they're not going to carry themselves chiefly wearing these ancient motifs. So, you know, if someone is really serious and sensitive towards the culture and want to collect uh, a Polynesian tattoo, then I'm sure that they would care about themselves very much and be presentable and come in and, you know... Um, and those are the people that I would I would give it to, but yeah. um, I mean, from the sounds of it, you have to prepare. You know, there's no fucking around when it comes to when you're down, laying down, getting that done. Yeah. And and there's people stretching, and there's the the tap tap tap. It's game on. You know, and and there's no there's no you got to sit through it. Like you said, be patient and um, accept what's going on. Yeah, and you know. I remember, like I was saying, my my master was a. Uh, he was. We were doing a session on on a group of people, and um, it was quiet, and we was just working. And when when he's in his zone, all the stretchers and everyone, where where we just get quiet and and do our work, you know, stretch. And but he just stopped working, and he looked up at me, and he said, "You know, how do you feel like when you see a non-Samoan wear Polynesian, you know, tattoos?" And I think as an apprentice, he was testing me out. He was seeing. You know where my brain is with it. You know, so I, I told him, you know, well, if the people are sensitive towards our culture and they're willing to put their life on the line and uh, possibly die getting a, a full body tatau, then you know I'm going to have to respect this person because you know this is not an easy thing to do. So he, he shook his head and he was like, you know, that's a good answer. And then I thought, I thought of all those people that came into my shop and said, hey, Rick. Uh, you know, I want to get a Polynesian tattoo, but I don't want to be disrespectful being a big old white boy with a Polynesian tattoo or something like that. And I, and I tell him, you know, it's cool, man. Don't don't even trip. But now, you know, this is an opportunity to see from the grandmaster, you know, you know, uh, how I could better my answer towards these people that come into my shop. So I said, why? So uh, uh, when you finish a full body tattoo, how do you feel when you see a non-Samoan wear, a, you know, a, a tattoo? And he says, you know, I, I feel proud for them, but I feel sorry for, you know, the people that this is made for, you know. So really he's saying that, you know, uh, people, the tatau was made over here for Samoan people. He wants to see a lot more of the Samoan people uh, wear the tatau and, and, you know, um, 
uh, um, live the life that a person that uh, a Malu or a Tatao would wear, and you know what I mean, and uh, and and help help the community out, um, be a good uh, law-abiding citizen, and right. you know things like that. You know, mm-hmm. that's what people with Tatao do. They're they're help, helpful people and good, courteous, kind, brave people. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. And you know what? A, a lot of uh, a lot of those same qualities I've found as I've begun this little journey with, uh, with Sullen and taking on Sullen Radio, a lot of those same uh, qualities I've found with the people that are connected with Sullen Art Collective. Um, how did you become connected with, uh, with Sullen? And talk about that uh, a little bit. Well, I, I think it was uh, about five or six years ago, I went to um, South Dakota a tattoo convention, Black Hills, and... Um, uh, right across from me was a t-shirt booth and this guy was selling these cool ass t-shirts, man. And, and I, I've never heard of Sullen at the time. And I looked across and out of all of them, I seen this one that really jumped out at me. And I was like, Ooh, tw- I think it was 25 bucks. I was like, Ooh, 25 bucks. I'm going to, I'm going to go get this one shirt, man. You know, take it back to Hawaii and probably be the only one there with it, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I bought it. I came back. I still have it to this day, man. It's in my collection. And it was the Nico Hurtado with the skull, with the, with the, uh, the machine there uh-huh. so you know i seen that i got it and and i heard of selling then and from that point on you know as as i um started uh yeah, as i grew you know i got to meet uh jeremy and ryan at uh the hawaii show and mm-hmm. from that point on you know we kept in contact we were being friends uh you know building our friendship up like that and uh uh sooner or later you know we we grow to become family and uh i'm i'm very honored to to be a part of the Southern uh, Art Collective family, you know, um, I've, uh, uh, I'm a family man. All I do is work. You know, I've changed my life all the way around from, uh, you know, all these people out there listening. They, they know my, my pedigree and my background in Southern California, where I came from and uh, penitentiary time that I did. And, you know, um, to come out and uh, meet, meet a lovely lady that that's turned this whole thing around for me. You know, this is the main reason why my life is where it is right now. I could be in prison tattooing for packs of camels and, and, and books of stamps, but, um, you know, my, my heart wanted love, you know, uh, and I, I found that person that turned it around, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, um, life is to my life. There's so, so many, uh, you know, things that, that happen and, and they're happening for the good too. Now, you know, mm-hmm. back then I was making bad decisions and, you know, I'm thankful that uh, today, you know, I have this woman and these these kids that are uh, occupying my time, and uh, you know, I get to grow old with them and teach them the things that I I learn and uh, get them ready for the you know my departure and stuff. <laughs> right, you know? right. You you recently spent uh, about a year in Samoa, um, yeah. going through some some more training, and um, is at the end of that. Is that when? How long? Uh, have you been a master, a master? When did, when did you take that ceremony and, and, um, talk about that time in Samoa kind of leading up to that? Well, um, I, I've been apprenticed under Suluapis since 2005. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I recently received my, uh, honorary, uh, not honorary, but, uh, you know, my honorific, uh, chief title, um, two, two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, being a Suluapi, I think that people out there, um, they, they, they call, you know, they call me a master tattooist is, is, is the term that comes along with it, you know, but I myself am uh, just like any other great artist out there. I, I, I'm a true student of the game and, uh, I feel like, uh, even if I have a Suluapi title there, I, I only learn just a little fraction. There's so much more out there for me to learn. So, you know, uh, um, uh, a ma- master tattooist is, is just the term that comes along, the English term for probably tufunga, you know, the Samoan word. So um, uh, I, I'm honored to, to be a chief from the Suluapa family and do my thing, and I, and, I, and I make sure I do it to the best of my ability. And, but um, I'm always going to be a student, man. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? That's what, um, you know, last week, Freddie Negretti, uh, I spoke with him and he says one of the same things, man. He he tries to remain in a place where he's teachable, you know, yeah. as a student of art and yeah. always trying new things and not being shut off to something that might work better. And um, I mean, dude, we're in a crazy time right now with tattooing where 
there's all sorts of connectivity and, you know, you have social media that um, you can reach out to, to people very easily. You know, you can do things like this where we're talking, you're in Hawaii, I'm in California. I've had people on from Japan and, and the UK and all over, you know, and the information age has changed things drastically. How has it affected the, the Polynesian culture and Polynesian tattooing? You know, are you bridging, how much are you bridging a gap between something that's very deep and uh, has a deep history and something that's like technology that's new and driving every day? Oh, you mean like with, uh, with artwork, you mean like, yeah, the, just, the- uh, just, you know, how much, you know, what, what you do is very, um, personal yeah. and social media can be, you know, very open and, and, and oh, yeah. overwhelming from time, you know, at times I think. Uh, yeah. For people, how do you kind of bridge that gap of of doing something very personal, but then you know utilizing these tools we have now to to communicate to people all over the word world? Well, um, I you know it's just just like everyone else out there, uh, social media it, it's it's a uh, a really good tool for artists you know to um, promote our work and stuff like that you know, but. Uh, we, we learn from it. Some people don't, you know. Uh, I, I myself have uh, learned to be humble uh, even more from social media because um, trying to establish yourself as a, a, a good artist that you want people to come, you know, come to you for work for, you can't be, you know, wild, being wild and stuff like that because, you know, what uh, dentist is going to want to come to you for, you know, a cool Polynesian tattoo if, you know, you do good work, but you're out here on the street, you know, getting drunk and flying bottles at people and, you know, doing crazy stuff. Right. But, um, you know, uh, it's, it speaks to a, um, a more professional clientele, right? I mean, yeah. you know, maintaining that, that patience yeah. and, and a mindfulness. Um, well, speaking from experience, bro, I'm gonna share a story with you. Uh, this, you know, and, and this is what, what I learned about uh, something from Facebook about five years ago, you know, someone, someone had, you know, put a picture up there and it wasn't my work. And then they put, um, you know, unsatisfied customer from Ricky boy. Let me show you what, uh, uh, how, how to really put it down, you know? And, and, and it's just like a new rapper coming out, trying to take a shot at the next rapper to get his name out there. And, and I'm, I'm Hawaii's first rap artist with the album out. So I kind of see it, but at the same time, um, I'm trying to grow out of that, prison gang mentality and into who I am right now, you know? So it got the best of me because I'm thinking, you know, people's watching this. I can't be no sucker. I got to, you know, let them know. So, you know, I go out there and I put my, you know, what I, what I want to say up there. And, and then, you know, later that day I realized, wow, you know, my clientele, I have celebrity athletes all, you know, uh, from all kinds of sports. I have, you know, uh, uh, you know, high-ranking officers in, that, in, in, in the military, all kind of people that come to me. And if, if they read that, you know, how would they feel? You know how easy I am to replace? There's so many great artists out there. And, and if they're uncomfortable with me, they could just be like, fuck Ricky, but I'm going to the next man. So as a businessman, and a, you know, it helps me to become a better person too. But to, to, to uh, know when to stand up for myself as a man, when it really counts, you know what I mean? And because I, I ain't no sucker, I, it's proven that, that I will stand up for myself, you know what I mean? But now it's just, when is the right time? You know what I mean? You got to pick your battles, right? Will a comment on Instagram or Facebook really push me over the edge to go on right? Hey, fuck you guys, man. I'll come over and beat your fucking ass or whatever, you know? But it, I, to me, I think that if, if you just, you know, and I learned from my friends, you know, I learned from following some guys and I see people write crazy comments on their shit. They don't even care. They don't even write back. They just leave it. They don't even delete it. So I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to do the same thing. So from, uh-huh. for the last few years, you know, people, they comment stuff on top and I, I just, you know, I let it go. And I, I think that with social media, it's it's great. It's, it's a good way to promote yourself, but just stay away from the drama. You know, it's not your psychiatrist to go up there and air your stuff out like that, you know, but for me, you know, I, I run mine as a, uh, as my reality show. I'm in control of it. You know what I mean? Right. I, I let you see what I want to see. I don't live a life of drama. I live a life of work and family. So that's what you see on my page mm-hmm. and, and, and my friends, you know, how much of that mindset is, 
you know, comes from um, that culture of tattooing for you and uh, how much of that got shaped by those times back in San Diego when you were running amok and uh, you look back on it and go, shit, man, I need to change or do something different, you know, or my family's not going to be around, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, uh, the rules, man, it's like a, um, I'm always going to be where I'm from, you know? Yeah. I always represent where I'm from, but I'm a grown man now. I'm a father. I'm a business owner. So I go back and I visit my buddies out there in Southeast San Diego, and, and, and they respect what I'm doing. They see what I'm doing, you know, and, and everyone is just trying to do better for themselves. You know what I mean? So uh, going back to those days, I look back on it, and, and those are my very first buddies at, at 13, 14 years old where I put some needle on, uh, uh, thread on the needle and, and some Higgins Indian ink and started hand-poking them. And then, you know, uh, so it all started back from, you know, the er early uh, days of my buddies back then and when I look back to them I, you know I always think of the good times I always think of all the um, the the good game I learned from San Diego coming out to Hawaii and you know becoming a, a transplant local boy even if I was born out here you know uh, I still got that California uh, game and, and, and the lessons that I learned out there you know that, that the principle that I live by when uh, I'm out here you know yeah does that influence your work like that, you know, that California feel? Um, uh, um, I'm not sure, man. I, I just, I honestly, when I work, I don't even prepare. I don't think about it. I just come into work. I just know that I'm having a, a big side piece because it's all freehand work. I don't, I don't, you know, do no homework. I just come in and start sketching. You know I'm, what the, talk about that process then. You know, you're saying you not, don't do any homework. You come in, you already know the the shapes and the things that you're going to do with respect to what body part you're going to tattoo and that is just a, is it a matter of um talking with that client and do you shape those you know how, how, talk about the process because to to me as an artist it's interesting to hear a different perspective on a completely different style of tattooing and how you put it together for somebody well uh uh it 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 depends. If I'm doing like a traditional Samoan tattoo, then I try to, uh, it, it's more meaningful, you know what I mean? Where I really can't get into uh, uh, designs with, uh, you know, uh, uh, over the air like this. But when it comes to uh, contemporary uh, mixed Polynesian tattoos, then um, it's it's just looking at the body, you know what I mean? And, and, and any body is perfect, whether you're slim, big, you know, dark, light, you just look at them and, and, and you you start to see it uh, uh, flowing on their body and you just mark it, you know. And from that first mark, it just keeps on going. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's a, um, it's like I have a big bag of puzzle pieces, you know, and I, I could just keep reaching in there and keep adding pieces to the puzzle, you know, and, and it's never ending. And that's how a mix, mixed Polynesian is, is like, you know, it's, it's, um, it's taking traditional patterns and um, and you know mixing them up with different uh, continents like Hawaii, Samoa, and uh, Tahiti. We'll take these three different uh, uh, countries and use their motifs and create a mixed Polynesian tattoo. You know, mm -hmm. and, um, and 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 that's art. You know, and there's no wrong way to art when you're doing art. But when it comes to traditional, there is a right way, right. and and that's why it's it's a picky topic for me to talk about. You know what I mean? But as far as a contemporary goes, man, it's, it's, you know, right. And I think that that's probably, um, more what I'm interested in as far as like, I mean, there is a difference, right. And we speak about that difference from the very beginning of this podcast, like trying to educate people about that. Yes. There is that different, right. If you're, if you're looking at, um, somebody and you're going to do a, tradi a traditional piece, there's probably a different, much different process that you go through with that client than you go through with, you know, um, somebody that's coming in that's, you know, non-Samoan, you're doing a contemporary piece. They just kind of want this vibe and this feel and they like your work, you know, different process, you yes. know. It's way different because now I'm not dipping into um, no other cultures. I'm using straight Samoan motifs, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and, and now it becomes... Uh, 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 a right way to do it you know what I mean as far as when it comes to art there's 
there's no right and there's no wrong art is art but when you're doing traditional Samoan tattoo you know there there's there's a, a, a right protocols to follow to get it done you know what I mean mm -hmm. and um you know uh, a, a prime example of what I'm talking about is, is, is it's very deep is is that um a, a, a Tufunga a master tattooist from Samoa uh if if you just go to a regular tattoo shop and get a a, a, a Neo-Polynesian or mixed Polynesian tattoo, it would be a dope piece of artwork. But then, if you go to like uh, my my master, I, like I did, I'm gonna share something with you. Can you can you see this on the screen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is done by him. That's this is is uh it's it's a, it's a hand tattoo called Mungu. Mungu is translated to arthritis to English. This is this is an ancient um, medicine tattoo for arthritis. I've been paralyzed for over 30 years. I've been tattooing for 26 years. I've had surgery right here on this hand, you know, and this is my tattoo hand. Mm -hmm. And and when he tap when he tapped this in, I don't know if it was just like mind over matter or, or magic or what, but I was able to I was I used to have to stop every three hours and, and you know relax my hand, you know. And and now I, I can, you know, get down for like 13 hours straight, you know, and 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 I asked him because I was like, yeah, it's like a you know witchcraft or something. Yeah, he just looked at me and he smiled, but it wasn't you no know, witchcraft. And, you know what I come to think is, it's like um, acupuncture. You know, he's tattooing along your 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 nerves over here. So you know, in ancient Samoa, you know, uh, tatau was is is medicine too. You know, so um, going back to what I was saying, um, there's a real big difference between machine work and and the traditional tools. The traditional tools. Are, are um make an artist also a uh, uh somewhat of a a healer you know what i mean yeah so. absolutely man and that's that's like one of the main things that i want like people to you know get out of this talk that we're having you know that it's it's it is part of tattooing you know it's tattooing man it's where it's it's uh but it's completely different you know and so your version of uh of tattooing and, and that you think about, like you can be influenced by so many more things. If you just open your mind to it, like those tattoos on your hands look like the, the asterisk, you know, the asterisks that are in a lot of traditional Western traditional pieces. You know what I mean? There's, there's similarities. And I think one big thing that, that folks like myself that are, you know, Western style tattooers, can learn from Polynesian tattoo is that flow, that body flow that, yeah. you know, when you look at the body and you want to place, whether it's a skull and roses or whatever it is, look at some Polynesian stuff and see where the flow of the lines of the body are. And yeah. you can learn from that. You know, it's, it's really great, man. And, uh, it's, it's cool, bro. I remember when I first went to apprentice and my master and, and I was getting my tattoo, my tattoo done. And I was before I laid down. I was stretching for someone, and just to to be tattooing for you know um, what was that around? I was tattooing around. I'd say say around 15 years. I can't do the math right now, but by the time I got my tattoo done, I was tattooing around 15 years with machine, and and to see the traditional tools work, it was like wow, you know, it, you know, um, it gave me a, a whole different um, outlook on how my machine should run. You know what I'm saying? Right. When I see the traditional tools laid down, I'm like, wow. You know, it, it, and then I, I, I grab my, I go back to my shop, I grab my machine, I plug it in, I start doing something. I'm like, whoa, you know, it, it teaches me, teaches me things, you know. So it, it's it's pretty pretty cool to be part of this stuff, man. You know, I'm I, I'm I'm a, a history freak myself too, and, and there's so much history behind this, man. You know. And uh, and to be born in in, in in the United States of America, America and Hawaii and you know being raised in San Diego and English being my first language uh, and then having to to learn to speak Samoan like that and I'm still learning today but uh, it's it, it's 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 so uh, a, a fun journey you know what I mean yeah right <laughs> man how how was that um, how was that process for you, like learning the language and um, talk about some of those moments where did you have doubts at, at all ever or was it just something like, hey, whatever it takes, I got to do it. You know, what was that like? Because it's a it's a big step. You know, yeah. was that how was that even offered to you? 
well, my 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 mom speaks Samoan, yeah. My mom's mm. from Samoa. My dad's from Philippines. So um, my dad speaks Filipino. My mom speaks Samoan. So I grew up, you know, speaking English uh, around, uh, you know, in, in National City, California, with a lot of you know blacks and Mexicans growing up. So I'm, English is my first uh, language, you know. And then these guys at home, they're talking to me in Samoan and Filipino. So. I'm picking up words and phrases here and there, you know what I mean? So I know these things. And by the time I, I get to Suluape, I'm, I'm you know, I, I know how to, I listen to music, you know, I know how to speak a little bit, but uh, good enough. But that's where I start to have to um, learn some some more, you know what I mean? Some more uh, respectful words. The, the pa'aloalo is speaking with respect, you know, and it's what these guys do. They don't. Uh, be over there using slangs when they're doing uh, uh, ancient work, you know. They speak with uh, like uh, uh, very proper. So I, I'm I'm sitting with these guys and I'm learning proper words instead of slangs. Chilling with the homies, you know. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a uh, it, it's it's hard thing to do, but uh, it's who I am and and it's what I need to do so I can pass it to my children and, and keep it going like that, you know. Mm -hmm. And to also uh, run my my ceremonies correctly. And uh, and to communicate with uh, the families who, from Samoa who can't speak English who want to uh, get tattooed from me, you know. So um, you know it, it's it, it's um, it's pretty tough, man. It's not like learning Spanish, but um, it's who I am. So I'm very confident, uh, and I and I am like I said, I'm a true student of the game, and I try my best every day, bro. Yeah, you did some uh, really cool tattoos on a bunch of the sullen folks. Jeremy Ryan, Big Gus, Rich Pineda, Sean Hoy, a bunch of those folks. They got uh, a piece. Talk about that piece. I thought it was cool. I watched it unfold on Instagram, on social media, you know, and, and saw um, I've been down to, to HQ, to headquarters at Sullen, and so I, I knew where you were tattooing it at, and yeah. and uh, it was cool to see unfold, man. Talk about that piece and and what, um, you know, that process of creating that and what it meant for you to tattoo that on the Sullen folks. Well, uh, to, to, to be friends with a Sullen family and then uh, to be called a family member over time, it, it was uh, um, heartwarming for me because uh, I'm a loyal person. You know, I, I was loyal to my gang when I was little. I was loyal to being a Catholic growing up. So, you know... Uh, uh, when, when this family that I uh, respect their style uh, um, uh, called me family like that, uh, I, I felt very uh, uh, flattered and very welcomed. And I felt like, uh, you know, as a um, one flavor to this, me being one flavor to this big pot of uh, delicious soup that Sullen has right here, uh, what what can I contribute to, to our brotherhood that can, and sisterhood that can, uh, that, that, that that could be uh, cool from my culture. So I sat back and uh, you know I was thinking, and I, I created a pattern that um, that represented a Southern Art Collective um, a, a, as our shelter, you know, and and, and us uh, flying foxes and peas and ongos are, which are the flying foxes and birds are the women and men of Southern Art Collective that the that are sheltering us. So I created this pattern, and I uh, and and that is for the. Uh, and uh, I brought it up to Jeremy, and I said, you know, um, how about we tattoo this on um, all the the loyal uh, fa Southern family members that uh, you know you think uh, deserve it like that, or, or or you know let it be something that people can work their way up to and get one. You know? So hopefully, I can get mine. I'll do it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hell yeah, man! That's so great. It's cool. Um, it's gotta be. It's gotta be fun for you to be in a place where this culture that you're you're so steeped in and this this art form that you're that you've become um, that you continue to learn about, but you've become good at, is able to sustain you as a family man, as a businessman, and you're surrounded by positivity and. And people, you're back in Hawaii. You're working at your shop. Talk about that experience now, being there, and um, what you have going on currently. Well, uh, for my followers out there uh, on our social media, before I even went to Samoa, I, I I told you what it would be like, and I wrote that. I wrote that, um, you know, 
American Samoa's minimum wage is very low. You know, it's like three seventy-five or or, or or four bucks like that. You know, so uh, tattooing—it's—it's—it's it's, it's deep in the culture there, but um, they're really uneducated on um, the professional tattoo industry out there. A lot of guys are are when I mean, there's there's a, a, a good bunch of guys out there that do know what's up and that are practicing it the right way, but then. There's a lot of backyard tattoo artists that that people trust in, and 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 I'm out there, and they don't care if you know I tattooed uh, uh, choke celebrities, or if I've been tattooing a long time, or if my machines are legit machines. They're worried about the price, you know, and 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 uh, so to go out there and tattoo and know that I was going to tattoo for way less, you know, um, uh, it, it was a trip. So when I got there, I I I. I I met my first client and I told him the price and he looked at me weird and I was like, wow, you know, in Hawaii, I'll charge, you know, a, a certain amount for a half sleeve and I charge less than half over there and the people were still looking at me funny. So, you know, um, but I knew that it was my service. I knew that I was going to go there and just knock out a shitload of work for cheap and and uh, and to learn and, and serve the people because that's kind of where I really first started at. I did hand poking in San Diego and then I went to Samoa where... I got into the machine with, uh, uh, I don't know if you know, Q from uh, uh, House of Ink, and he owns a Hawaii tattoo out there. But Q Saleh, he's my one of my really good childhood friends, and um, we've been tattooing since high school together out there in the 10th grade in Samoa with homemade machines. And, you know, uh, uh, he's a beast. He's an awesome artist, man. He's my good friend, and uh, um, I'm, so, uh, I'm so glad that I, uh, my eyes can can see my friends from my childhood grow up and be successful and, and, and uh, take their arts and, and share it with the world, you know? So, um, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty trippy, man, you know, to go there and, and, and do the work for cheap like that and, 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 and serve the people. But the smile that I put on their faces when they're done, I, you know, it's, it was worth it, you know, to, to, um, to share it with them and then to try to educate the people about, uh, you know, modern tattooing, how it is in shops over here and stuff like that, you know, because, uh, you know, uh, there, there's some some of my buddies in America and Samoa, like I said, who have shops and who are uh, uh, who are trying to educate the backyard guys out there. But, you know, um, I think uh, that that's when Samoa would uh, it, it really needs to, um, you know, I, I, all of our, our people that are professional tattoo artists, whenever they go back, you know, hold some seminars for the guys out there and, you know, share some of the, um, the um, knowledge with them because, you know, they're very talented guys out there, but they just don't, they don't know, you know what I mean? So, and then, then again, the, 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 um, uh, the money situation out there, you know, it really uh, prevents the artists from getting proper equipment and stuff like that. So, you know, you know, all, all of us guys from uh, Samoan guys in the States, we need to form a coalition and donate some things and send it back to the people over there, you know, help them, you know. But we, we've done that before where, uh, um, you know, I travel there to Tisa's Tattoo Festival um, uh, a lot. It's a yearly uh, annual um, a tattoo fest out there. So whenever I go out there, I always, I always take a shitload of tubes and needles and gloves and uh, cabby side wipes and stuff like that. Yeah, man. Get out. Yeah, to the people. That's wonderful. You know, hope maybe we can get, um, you know, one of my sponsors is Kingpin Tattoo Supply, and yeah. uh, they've been rocking with me for since the very beginning of my my other podcast, and now through this podcast. And so, uh, you know, maybe they maybe we can get them involved in some way and and get some of that out to those folks, you know, and and really, you know, help that help that out you gotta tell them to sponsor me and i'll help them <laughs> <laughs> right on man yeah you know let's uh let's talk for sure brother you know it's such a cool thing man to uh um to be in this this time with tattooing isn't it right like it's so different than when it when when we started um you know when i started 20 years ago and when you started you know a lot of years ago too you know it's how, how do you look at it now, man? How do you look at it from, uh, you know, perspective of a guy doing tattoos at a shop, um, you know, every day for folks and with the, with the popularity, you know, the, the rockstar energy drink tours and the things that are going on, it's exciting. It is, bro. Excuse me. Very exciting. And, uh, um, 
you know, I, I just I take it one day at a time. You know, uh, my main goal is to uh, to come out here and uh, to do my work and to feed my family. You know, and uh, um, like I said, I, I just I try to go out my through my day with a, a humble attitude and, and approach things. And uh, a lot of times, doors open for me. So I uh, I just you know I come to work and I do my thing, man. And uh, um, uh, I, I keep in contact with a lot of my friends out there, but I don't really travel a lot around, you know, when I, I just go from home to work or, or, or stuff with the kids, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, uh, your, um, kids, uh, your kid's big into football, right? One of your sons is big into football and yeah, well, actually all three of my boys are. Yeah. And, and, uh, we live in a big football community out here in Kahuku, you know, the home of the Red Raiders out here. And, um, shout out Red Raiders, man. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, it's a real, really, really, really good community, man. I'm so, so glad that, uh, I, I live in this community, man. And good people. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, yeah, man. It's, isn't it great to have a, a space where you can, you know, create your artwork and, and also you have family and, and friends around you that support what you do and, and really, uh, really are, you know, encouraging, you know, to, to that end, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, um, I got a, a cool team over here, guys, man, and and you know we're we're they're a bunch of youngsters, man. I got a, a cool bunch of youngsters in here. They're cool guys, man. You know, one of them, he's a he's a, 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 a army vet. You know, he did uh did some uh, uh um tours in in Iraq. We got one dude that works with uh, another guy over here. He's also a uh, army reserve, and then my young apprentice, my wife and I. And then I got one other uh, our family member, but his wife is going to college in Maui, so he went over to work at uh, one of our friend shop in Maui. Well, she's in college there, so mm-hmm. you know um, these guys are a bunch of uh, good youngsters, man. And uh, I learned a lot from them, and we, you know, we, we're a good family, man. And and I love coming in here and uh, having good vibes with these guys, man. We, you know, it's a it's a very cool, humble shop. You know, the, the rock stars they walk into their shop and they know exactly that that uh if this is the shop that they want to be at or not because um the vibe in here is very cool vibe you know and uh and um you know i love that you say that you know i've learned a lot from these guys these youngsters right these these youngsters that i have coming in here that i'm i'm trying to bring up and show the right ways and and i learned the first thing out of your mouth is i learned a lot from these guys so that's great man you know it speaks to that idea of what tatao has done for you and has given you that patience and what you said 45 minutes ago when we first started talking about what it's taught you the lessons that it's that it's given you so it's exciting to hear yeah i mean no i i i tatao you know to be part of it it's 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 like a um you know, a dream, dream come true for me. You know, um, I, I, I was, I, w- I was just this young, young boy that, that, uh, I remember being five years old and, and, and I used to cry cause my dad was in the Navy. You know, he used to go, he has to have to go on a ship to go out to sea and he used to cry when he leave. And I, cause you know, I was like a, a family boy, you know? And then, and when he used to be out at Westpac, I, I used to, um, my mom used to buy me, uh, uh, he used to write my mom letters and stuff like that, you know, and, and I used, she used to read them to me and I used to want to write back, but I didn't know how to write. So I used to tell her, get, get me some um, crayons and paper. I'm going to draw my picture. And I drew him, drew, used to draw uh, like the, the the wharf right there and a little stick figure of me and then the big Navy ship going out to sea, you know, and me waving by it. Um, and, and those little drawings made me who I am today. You know, my yeah. pops being in the Navy, you know, and, uh, 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 you know, it's it's so cool. You know how 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 it all turned out. You know how how just being a, a young kid, being an artist, and then getting into my football accident when I was ten years old, becoming paralyzed, and having to having to teach myself to piss and and take a shit all over again, and and all this. You know, it it was it was hard for me at a youngster, and and all that was left were these hands. You know, to guide me through my life. You know, and 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 and. And I rebelled. I, I I dealt with my disability and and, and joined gangs and and felt like um, if I shot this pistol at people, I would make them respect me more than people that can run, you know. And and that's my mentality back then, you know. And and and, and uh, I'm so glad that that uh, through it all, you know, through through the, through the gang culture in Southern California, drawing all those smile now, cry later faces and block letters and old English. 
it, it led me to become an artist that uh, was interested in those motifs when I got to Samoa and I seen it and I'm like, wow, you know, uh, it, this, this um, being an artist, art, it, it, it saved my life. It made me um, uh, uh, the man I am today. It, yeah. it, it, you know, it saved my family. It, it, uh, um, it gives us a purpose, you know, and, and not just any purpose, just to create art. We, we help, uh, we help that uh, in, in, in another 3,000 years from today, some young kid will be tattooing Polynesian patterns because of uh, my forgotten myself that, that, that was around 3,000 years ago that was out here banging out tattoos for, you know, 50 years of my life, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, I, I'm so honored to, to do this for, for uh, Samoa. I'm so honored to do this for Sua Sulua Pepetelo Alaiva'a. I'm so honored to do this for the Lamositele Novera families, uh, for all the people of Samoa and the people of the world who are interested in, in, um, in this Tatao, you know, in, in um, the artwork that I do. And, and, and off of this little tiny, tiny rock out of the South Pacific, this loud, loud, loud art rings, just like Bob Marley did from Jamaica, you know. And, and, and we are just, you know, pawns that are, that are, are, are in time, that are, are carrying over the, the, the legacy and the, 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 the artwork, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and, and there is people out there who are, are very proud of doing, you know, um, uh, contemporary Polynesian tattoos. But then there are the Tufunga. There are the chiefs, the Matais, who have studied, who have sacrificed, who have... Um, got punished, you know, to learn what we learn, you know, and, and that's the difference, you know, between uh, um, th these wonderful, great artists who are out here doing this beautiful mixed Polynesian tattoos and people like uh, Suluape Aisea, Suluape Steve Looney, myself, Steve Aching, all these people out here who, are, who are, are, are really, really devoting their whole life to Samoa and learning it, you know, to, to, to uh, perpetuate these arts, man. So, um, Back to what you said earlier, you know that that's that's the difference right there. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it doesn't make uh, no one any better. We're we're all artists doing doing what we do, but there is a difference and and between the traditional tattoo artists like uh, Sua Suluape Peter, my master's son. He's one of the greatest tappers I've seen in my life. Man, he's so accurate. He's so fast, and 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 he he, he carries on his father's tradition. You know. So to be part of this circle, man, I am very honored, man, and and I and I, I I'm glad that I can remain humble and I can remain a student and um, and 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 move forward, you know. And yeah. and another big thing, you know, just I was looking at you, looking at your hat. I was thinking about another big mentor of mine that that really made a change in my life over the last few years, and uh, um, it's Freddie Negretti, man. Yeah. You know, he's my my Hanai uncle and. Uh, and uh, uh, Hanai means like adopted, you know, and then uh, well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, brother, we're vibing right now because uh, the, as you're speaking all these these words to me, all I'm thinking is Freddie Negretti, Freddie Negretti, Freddie Negretti, you know, because how cool is it that you took that interest in those that smile now, cry later, that thing that Freddie was a part of from the very fucking beginning. And now you're a friend of his and you get to experience you know, that relationship and, and hear those stories about that other culture that he was a part of, man. So cool, you know? You know, he, it's, uh, he's become a very, very good friend of mine, you know, and, and um, when there's things that I, I am unsure about or, uh, you know, um, I, he's a good mentor to me. I always call him up, a good friend, and I talk with him, and, and every time, you know, I, he gives me the best advice, you know, and, and, and I'm so glad to have a... a um, um, uh, a really good friend like Freddie, you know, uh, in my life, you know, and, uh, and, um, the, the things that I learned from Freddie too, man, it's, it's, it's so cool, you know, all, all these older cats that I'm here around and I was like, I kick back, I learn, I don't sit in there and they just tell me something. I'm just learning some really cool stuff, man. Yeah. It's, but, it's interesting that you can, you know, you're talking about sitting around guys who have been in the, this tattoo game, the, the American tattoo game, you know, for the past 40, 50 years. And you're also sitting around guys who've been in the Samoan tattoo game for 50, 60, 70, 80 years, whatever it is, you know, um, 
I mean, it's cool that we have that experience to be able to to speak with these folks and hear what they say and learn from them and, you know, look at the similarities of culture, look at the differences of culture and, you know, take the good of both and, and really move forward with tattooing. Again, we're an exciting, we're in an exciting time in tattooing for sure. Yeah, man. And uh, I'm, 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 I'm glad to be part of, you know, the Southern family and, uh, to, you know, this, this June, I'm, I'm coming up to tattoo with the fellas up in uh, Palm Springs. Yep. And, uh, you know, this is my, uh, being a, a, a Southern family member, this is my first time really tattooing in a booth with the guys. So I'm real stoked to come up there and, uh, and uh, you know, get down with the guys and have a good time, good weekend, you know, see a bunch of friends and make new friends, you know. Absolutely. I'll be there. You know, um, coming up, I have uh, Ink and Iron, which I'll be there in the Sullen booth hanging out. Uh, bullshitting if you're if you're around Long Beach during Ink and Iron come on out say what's up um, I'd love to meet everybody down there um, well, and then what, I'll bro? be at, at Palm <laughs> Springs too Palm Springs I'll be celebrating 20 years I've, I've talked about it on the podcast before I'll be celebrating 20 years of tattooing in Palm Springs so I oh, plan yeah. on having a good time hanging out you know experiencing um, this beginning of another 20 years of being a part of this thing that's sullen, that's, you know, this opportunity that I've had that been blessed and given to me by Jeremy and Ryan to take on sullen radio. You know, it's exciting for me to have these first, you know, just like you with this uh, convention that's coming up in Palm Springs is kind of like your first time in a booth. For me, these first three kind of three shows this year, having launched sullen radio last year, it's my kind of first experiences being a part of that selling family and it's really it's really fun yeah you know oh yeah hey check this out man uh, you know on on behalf of the suluape family on behalf of myself my wife and my two kids uh, you know for your 20th year of tattooing at palm strings i'd sure love to uh, give you a traditional hand tap tattoo a little one man you know uh uh, you know, uh, we, we've just in this little time, you know, of talking story, shooting the breeze, you know, uh, we made a good connection and, uh, I feel like, uh, um, it, it would be a, a, a honor for us to give you this tattoo, to take it throughout your life and your journey with, uh, and, uh, um, if you make some time, man, we'll, we'll do it up in a sullen booth, man. I will 100% make time, man. That's, that's a, to me, that's an honor. You know, to, for you to say that and for you to offer that to me, like, I get that, man. That's that's an honor to me. It's emotional to me, you know, because I feel so strongly about tattooing and my part in it. For you to offer that part of you to me, that's, man, whew, well, it's, 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 that's a great thing, man. I appreciate that, man. Well, there, there's not only do we serve the people as tattoo artists, but you took other time out of your life. To, to, to take on Southern Radio, to share uh, my story with people all over the world, you know. So you, you bring another service to people. And, and remember back to what I said about um, uh, being at service when you get a tatal, you know. Uh, uh, some people that are uh, flight attendants, they go and get a tatal because they're serving people and they, they want to serve at their best. So to give you one for your service to the people like that, you know, it's a, a, a for your 20 years of service, it would be a, a cool a honor for my wife and I to give to you, you know. Thank you, Ricky Boy, man. It, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. This has exceeded all my expectations in an interview, you know, talking with you. Um, if anybody's interested in getting tattooed by you, give them all, all the particulars on how they can see your work, where they can come uh, if they're in Hawaii to get tattooed or, or how they can uh, learn more about what you do. Uh, well, you, you, you could uh, look me up uh, if you just Google my name, R-I-C-C-Y-B-O-Y. Um, all my social media should pop up, but on Instagram, it's R-I-C-C-Y-B-O-Y underscore Tatao, T-A-T-A-U. And on uh, um, in, on Facebook, it's uh, Suluape Ricky Boy Novera Jr. or Polynesian Tattoo Factory. You could uh, you know Google that. But um, call my shop 808-637-3333, and uh, you know make a vacation out here in Hawaii. Come out, get a tattoo, and uh, bring the family out, have some fun, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. Thank you so much, Ricky Boy. I appreciate yes, it. It's been such a pleasure. Before I leave, can I just give one last shout out? Shout it out. 
I just want to thank, uh, you know, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for uh, the opportunity and this breath that I have. I, I want to thank, uh, uh, you know, my parents, all my family in Samoa. I want to thank all the people over the last 26 years, 25 years that uh, trusted in me to do your tattoos. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm very honored to be at your service. Thank you to my master, out in Samoa, and to all of uh, his uh, pupils, to his sons. And um, uh, to all my family members all over the world, I love you folks. And to all my people out there, uh, thank you very much. To my kids and to my wife, the most important person in my life, thank you so much for being my inspiration, for uh, carrying me throughout my life, for being my legs that, that are not there to, to uh, take me through this journey. I love you so much, Leah. You, you are my, my world. You are my kids. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you to Southern Radio for, um, you know, uh, uh, Pulling me in, making me part of the family, and giving me this opportunity, man. Much love to everybody, to all the fam bam out there, man. Man, mahalo. If that don't make you want to fucking hustle harder and do better in your life, in your yeah. tattooing, then I don't know what will, man. Ricky yeah. Boy, thank you. Aloha from Hawaii. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at OG Joe Swanson. You can also follow the official Sullen Radio Instagram at Sullen Radio. If you're interested in getting tattooed by me, you can certainly hit me up in an email, joe at sullenradio.com. Um, send me your ideas. I'd love to do some uh, fun traditional pieces, mix in some other styles. Um, check out my Instagram, and, and you can take a look at my work and uh, see if it's something you'd be interested in. So um, if you're down, hit me up. As always, thank you to my sponsors, Sullen Clothing, Kingpin Tattoo Supply, Inkies.com, and Blackfly's Eyewear. Thank you for all the support, everybody. Thanks to all the listeners. I really appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Keep hustling, everybody.